Any health-related information on the following show provides general information only. Content presented on any show by any host or guest should not be substituted for a doctor's advice. Always consult your physician before beginning any new diet, exercise, or treatment program. Some dreams live on in time forever. Those dreams you want with all your heart. And I'll do whatever it takes. Follow through with the promise I made. Put it all on the line. What I hope for. Welcome to the Inspired and Empowered Living Radio Show on W4HC, W4CS, HealthCafeLive.com, and iHeart Podcasts. I'm your host, Nancy Deutsch, New York's intuitive spiritual guide. I'm a licensed clinical social worker, certified hypnotherapist, and soul adventures coach. This show is not a replacement for therapy or counseling and is for educational purposes only. During the show, I combine my counseling, coaching, and intuitive abilities to inspire and empower you to achieve your goals. If you would like to find out more information and on my website, there is a free grounding and centering meditation to help you feel calmer, more centered, more peaceful. Go to my website, nancyd.me, that's N-A-N-C-I-D dot M-E. And I look forward to connecting with you soon. Today, we will be talking about stress management during the holiday season, part two. We will continue where we left off last week. Learn how to manage your stress during the holiday season. Discover what stress is and how it affects you. Learn techniques to change your brain and change how you cope with stress so that you can live an inspired and empowered life. Just to recap, what is stress? Stress is actually the body's response, or I should say reaction, to protecting us to a potential threat, whether it is real or imagined. And what happens with stress is that over time, it can become chronic, especially during the holiday season. Many of us feel more stressed, more anxious, more really feeling like you're spinning. I call it the spinning in the head where you you feel like your head is, your thoughts are going round and round and you don't know how to calm yourself down or you feel like you're going from one thing to another to another doing so much. Well, we will be talking about this today. 
and learn techniques to change your brain and change how you cope with stress so that you can live an inspired and empowered life. Today, I really want to talk about potential ways, things that you can do that will help you to handle your stress. And one of those things is a good support system. We all need to have a healthy, positive support network that we can turn to. So do you have friends or supportive family members that you can get and receive help from? Do you have a therapist or a coach? Support groups. And in order for you to reduce your stress, you want to do a holistic way, working with your body, your mind, emotion, spirit, body. That means nutrition, exercise, sleep, and connecting with any things that your body is trying to tell you, the messages of your body. Mind and emotions, you want to find ways to have more positive thoughts, positive self-talk. You want to work on creating more joy. And spirit is making a deeper connection to the divine in you, using meditation, using prayer. So all of those ways are ways that you can help yourself cope with stress. But what happens is during the holiday season or when we're stressed out, we actually do the opposite of what we need to do to take care of ourselves. So I am supporting you to breathe and breathing is a crucial way and it really helps slow down your heart, slow down and helps you to feel more connected and can help you relax in a moment. So I got a couple of questions coming in and as always, Please, listeners, feel free to ask the questions in the chat room. You know I love answering your questions. So we have Marie. Marie asked, what if you are just tired of the way things are and you want something different? Well, Marie, if you're tired of the way things are and you want something different, uh, and are you tired of the way things are in your life? Are you tired the way things are around the holidays? Do you, what, ask yourself, what do you need to change to move towards what you really want? What kind of changes can you make? And this is a really important time of year to start thinking about this. And we have 2020 approaching, and some of you may not realize it, but 2020 is a very big year energetically. The energy of the consciousness, the world is increasing, and, and energetically, 
things are changing. And it's a really important time to make changes that are going to support your life, to help you feel more joyful, to help you feel less stressed, to help you feel better. And so I just really want to acknowledge and support all of you, encourage and support all of you to make changes. Start thinking about what changes can you make What can you do that's going to help you move towards a more inspired and empowered life? And wanting something different is actually, Marie, actually that's a great thing because you know what you have isn't working and you want something different. So totally go for supporting you in making changes where you feel happier, more peaceful, joyful, etc., Marie also asked, what if you don't have a real relationship with your mother? So a few, we could go a few ways with that. If you don't have a real relationship with your mother, one is what can you do if you can, okay? Because some people won't be able to do that. It really depends on how healthy or not healthy or somewhere in between. Most of our mothers are somewhere in between. So it's looking at, can you perhaps maybe move towards a healthier relationship with your mother? And what would that mean for you? Like, what can you do? What actions can you take? And I'm hoping that I get through some possibilities in helping you look at how you can change the dynamics in relationships, especially during the holiday season. The other piece is if you don't have a real relationship with your mother and your mother is not healthy and really toxic, then you want to look to people where you can find that support. You want to build new support systems. You want to find people who are going to be healthier and supportive of you. And so for your job If you choose not to have a relationship with your mother, it would be finding people who can support you and be healthier. If you choose to heal your relationship with your mother, then then it's going to take inner work and she may or may not be open to it. But I want you all to know that when you make changes in yourself, that actually will change the dynamics of what happens in a relationship. So Marie writes in, I find her to be a sick and twisted person who thrives on the failure of her kids. I don't think I want a relationship in that drama. And if what you say is accurate, I can understand that. It sounds like that is not something that would be healthy for you to be around, What you need to make sure is, is that it's not your perception, because sometimes we can have certain perceptions, but if she is really toxic, which it sounds like from what you're saying, there is toxicity there, then you want to do what you need to do to take care of yourself. Self-care and not wanting a relationship with drama is actually a good and healthy thing for you to do. And the other thing, Marie, is I would also support you. You may want to look at um, maybe support groups 
or even a coach or a counselor that may help you twist, sort things out. Because when we have had challenges in our primary relationships, that means our mothers, our fathers, or caretakers, that that leaves us with scars. And when what your job is, is to heal the scars, to heal the wounds, so that you can live a happier, healthy life. Francis said, asked, what if you're going through a breakup during the holidays? If you're going through a breakup during the holidays, that is a definite challenging experience to have. And I'm not saying I wouldn't want to support you Francis, to feel your feelings of grief, because that is grief, and you need to allow yourself to feel the grief. And then the thing with grief is that grief can actually move in waves, that you can actually feel grief in one moment, allow yourself to cry and wail. I mean, I understand the nature of grief. I just lost my parents, two precious people, and it was intense. So, and I've been grieving a lot, so I understand the nature of grief, but it can come in waves. And one moment you can feel really sad and cry and wail and grieve. And then the next moment, find the things that will bring joy to your life. What is it? Are there people in your life that you feel really happy around, people that really support you? You want to make sure that you're reaching out, and this is for everybody, not only if you're going through a breakup, for all of you. You want to find the people that are going to be supportive of you, that are going to really nurture you, that are going to make you feel happy or joyful and feel supported. And those are really important people for you all to be around during this holiday season to help you feel more lifted, to help you feel happier, more connected. And that's really important. So, and then also find what kinds of things, like I know going, driving down and watching all and seeing all the holiday lights. To me, that could bring me joy. Um, Finding the things that bring you joy. What will make you feel joyful during the holiday season? So it's not only feeling your grief and allowing yourself to feel it, but also ask yourself, what brings me joy? Who And also, who do I want to be around? Who makes me feel happy to be around? Who makes me feel supported? So these are all questions that you can ask yourself, you, Francis, and all of you, because this is important to help reduce the stress. Reducing stress during the holiday season, the more that you can be around people who are make you feel supported and connected and loved and cared about, that will actually reduce stress for you. So please find those people. And if you have a challenge finding the people, maybe you want to go to a group like a support group, a 12 step program. Maybe there's a church group or a temple group, or maybe there's, um, some place, maybe there's a meditation group and, and you can also go on places like meetup or there's meetups and there's all different kinds of things where you can reach out and support so that maybe 
you don't feel alone because what happens during the holiday, which can add to stress, is that we can feel alone. So you want to find the ways where you will feel connected and supported and loved and appreciated, valued, all of those pieces. Troy asks, how are we to know what we really want? Troy, what I re- what what we're talking about today is the holidays specifically, but I also want you to know that I will end up doing more shows on going deeper in connecting with yourself, especially the shows that I'm I'm planning on doing over the next few weeks will be shows on preparing yourself for 2020. <clears throat> what are the things that you can do? How can you connect and know what you really want? The best thing that I will tell you is to to figure out what you want for the holidays is think about or feel who do you want to be around? Who helps you feel loved, cared about, appreciated? Who are the people that bring joy to you? So you want to, and then you also want to ask you, what are the things and activities? Very similar to what I was saying to Francis is what, what are the activities? And this is for everybody. What are the activities that will bring you peace, love, joy? That is a question you want to ask yourself. And if you don't know how to answer that, then I am going to support you. In, in doing some soul searching to find and discover those answers. Anne asks, what if you have thoughts that would break up what you know to go through after a thought you think will be better? Okay, Anne, I'm trying to, f- what if you have thoughts that would break up what you know to go after a thought you think will be better? I think what you're saying and see if I have this right, is that you have thoughts, let's say you have something in your life like a relationship and you're thinking, oh, should I go for the grass is greener? Should I break this relationship up? Should I go for something that's the grass is greener on the other side? Before you break up a relationship, I want to support you that you really do some soul searching. You may want to reach out to a counselor or a coach or someone, even a support group, someone who can help you process and move through the, the things that might, that you might want. Now, also it is normal. If you once in a while have a thought, well, you know what, maybe things would be better if, if I had this. That is actually, everybody probably wonders what if or how would that be? I mean, ultimately, you want to get go into a state where you're very grateful and happy with where you're at and who you are and what's going on in your life. If you are not There's two things. One is you need to look at your peace, what's going on for you, what what is your truth. And sometimes in order to get to that truth, and this also goes for Troy, getting back to what you really want, 
You need to discover what your truth is. And that is soul searching and sorting things out. And sometimes we need help in order to do that. Um, the other ways you can do that is doing a lot of writing, talking to supportive people, not people who are going to judge you. You want supportive people going to support groups. Those are some of the ways that you can look at what is your heart's truth? What is your truth? And Dave asks, why do some people have so much issues in their lives? Well, the, the way that I am going to answer that is on a spiritual way, because I always look at things on a soul level. And some souls have chosen an easier life, and some souls have chosen a much more challenging life, depending on what they've chosen to experience. If you have chosen a more challenging life and have issues in your life that need to be overcome, what it means is that you've come into this life to say, you know what, I am going to overcome these issues. I'm going to work towards what I need to. I'm going to make the changes that I need to make in order to have a more peaceful or drama-free or more relaxed life. So it's learning what is it that you need to do to take care of yourself, to move forward, to find the things that bring you joy or more peace. And sometimes also challenges like what I really feel is that it's about learning. We're all here to learn how can we overcome our challenges. So something for all of you to think about. So let me give you some guidelines to reduce stress during the holidays. One, how you handle stress is about you and not the holidays. So one of the things that you really want to learn how to do is find new ways to cope with stress throughout the year so that when stressful times come and we all have stressful times in our lives or when we're feeling more stressed like the holiday time of year, you want to be able to learn those and, and use those new ways that you have found to cope. What I am going to support all of you in doing is listing at least five different ways. Put it on your refrigerator, put it in your phone. Five different ways that you can discover and find what will help you feel more relaxed. The first thing everybody can put on their list is taking a deep breath, learning to breathe. When we're stressed, we shut ourselves down. We shut our lungs down. Our breathing gets more shallow and we get, we feel, and the shallow our breathing is, the more stressed we feel. Taking a deep breath can actually really just help you in the moment and you can do it anywhere, anytime. So everybody breathe. Everybody breathe. Learning to take deep breaths. 
number one on everybody's list. And then begin to find other coping skills. What is it that, what helps you feel more relaxed or peaceful? Is it exercise? Is it going out in nature? Is it connecting with loved ones? Is it writing, journaling? Is it meditating? Is it praying? I just listed a whole group. Is it doing yoga? Any of those and all of those may help bring you more calmness or peace or relaxation. So begin to find a list. Another thing that can really help is sound, putting on relaxing music. Or or if you want to feel more joyful or happy, put on a dance song and start dancing, moving, changing the way that your your body is actually changes your state. Try it. It's really cool to see what happens. And then what I really want to support you all in doing is creating the holiday that you want. Learning to have your boundaries and say no to parties or places that you really don't want to go to. Saying no is important to remember and not to forget what you want. What happens is is that when you're a giver or when you feel obligated, it may be really hard for you to say no. But if you need to say no, learning those healthy boundaries and learning to not go to, let's say you had three parties you were invited to in the same day and the thought of going to all of them is overwhelming. Look at who do you really want to go to? Who do you really want to be with? Who makes you feel happy or joyful, loved? Those are the things you want to ask yourself. And with families, you want to see how can you reframe it if it's a family, if they have some things that may drive you crazy, but not they're not really toxic, then you may want to see what can I love about this person? Looking at their strengths, what what do I enjoy about this person? And that could be something helpful for all of you. A lot of stress can do with money concerns. Set a budget and know your limits. If you have a budget, then you need to look at how can you work within your budget. And along with that is be creative with your gift giving. If you have a budget and you want to do more maybe handmade gifts or coupons like for a massage or a healing art, maybe there's something that you can do, even like a coupon for um, a night out with a friend to, to have you listen, you know, to just be supportive. Or a day out or time together. Perhaps you can focus on ways. Or maybe you can find a way to draw names and pick one person rather than have to get for everyone. What you need to remember is to focus on the people you love. Focus on family and friends more than the gifts. When you're thinking about the gifts, imagine or intuit 
my favorite thing, intuition. What would your loved one really want? Instead of just buying a gift and along with that, you can ask. Ask if you believe in angels or guides or you can ask your soul or higher self, the higher parts of you. Ask for help. I really want to give a gift that that brings joy to this person. Help me find the gift that will bring them joy or feel help them feel loved. When you go to a holiday, maybe you want to make it a more joyful holiday. Maybe you want to have a game, have games. I know that when I play games with my family, it creates togetherness and it creates fun and a light atmosphere. So play cards, play charades, play, um, just find something that feels really fun. Play 20 questions. There's so many different games that you can play that, that could be fun. Jenny, Jenny D says, I want to be with the desperate housewife shopping all day. Not. <laughs> Jenny D says, I agree with Nancy. Thank you, Jenny D. Really support all of you in putting family feuds on hold. Think about what is important. And this is what I was saying before. Think about what is important and what you like or love about them, not the things that upset you. Really focus on what you do love and how, focus on their strengths, not their weaknesses. Focus on what's good in your relationship, what's positive. All of those things can help you feel more and more loving towards somebody when you need that. Have compassion for yourself and others. One of the things that it's really important to remember is that both you and the other people, you may not figure out like, why are they doing that? What's wrong with them? Everyone's trying to get their needs met. Conflict resolution is an important thing to learn in relationships, but sometimes you need to put that on hold and Put it, put it in a shoebox and say you'll come back to it after the holidays or make a plan with somebody and say, you know what, I really would love to speak with you. Let's find a time for us to speak so that we can talk about this blah, blah issue. Learn, and this is a huge one, huge, 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 learn not to take things personally. What happens is I can't even begin to tell you client after client comes in and they, they start taking things personally, everything that somebody says or does. And most of the time, most of the time, it's not about you. It's about them. It's always about the person that's having the issue, but you may, but you trigger them. Okay, so you may trigger somebody, but that doesn't mean it's necessarily about you. And and I'm not saying not to look at your behavior, because if there are certain things about your behavior where you have a sense that maybe there is something you need to change, well, then that's something that you want to work on. But 
it's really important for you to not take what somebody says or does personally. The person who is a yeller, a screamer, or they hysterical and they 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 get anxious or they get um, agitated really easy. It doesn't matter what you do; they're going to get agitated whether you're there or not there. So learn how you can relax yourself and take care of yourself in their presence. So I have some more questions that came in. Christy says, listen, just listen and don't judge and listen and find out if I can listen and not get triggered. I might just grow my own soul's journey. Yes, you would definitely grow through a soul's journey. Part of our soul lessons may be to learn to listen to other people and not. Actually, that is a huge lesson. Can you imagine being able to be in a neutral space or a loving space, even up it, unconditionally loving no matter what anybody says or does? That is where we're heading. That's enlightenment. That's where we want to go. Just think about that one. Christy says, yes, great idea. Throw gifts in a cloth bag. Let people grab something. That way you're having more fun putting in gifts from the past. Someone gave gave me. I'm passing on, LOL. Yep, actually, you know what? If they're if if it feels right, do it, definitely. And and you're letting go of your clutter and it could be something, you know how they say one person's treasure is uh, one person's trash is another person's treasure, so you never know. Meryl said, I want to sleep in and enjoy the beauty of silence. So Meryl, if you want to sleep in and enjoy the beauty of silence, then then that's what you need to do. If that's going to bring you a more healthier, happier holiday, then go for it and really give that to yourself. Meryl said, I'm giving my gratitude to all those difficult people in my life. Without them, I wouldn't be who I am or learning to not personalize it. It's their stuff. Thank you, Meryl. That is a huge piece to look at because we can, even though it may seem really crazy to be grateful for the people who challenge us most, most, they are actually our teachers. Because when we learn how to handle them, things actually get easier. The, think about if you can figure out what is triggering you about them, how are you getting triggered, then you can actually help yourself feel healthier and happier all year long. Learning to be love is an important way to release your stress and feel better. Now, usually when issues arise in relationships, some relationships are going to trigger us more than others. And yes, it's learning to be grateful and that can be a challenge unto itself. And learning to be grateful to them can really um, be a huge challenge and yet it can when we overcome a challenge 
and we learn new ways of being and coping skills, things where you used to do one thing and then now you're doing something else, that is a huge accomplishment and it's amazing and it's something so powerful for all of you. So please to allow yourself to be able to learn what is it that you need to do to get less triggered how what is it about the person is triggering triggering you and also know that when you get triggered if the emotional response i'm i'm, I'm not going to say response reaction if the emotional reaction is out of proportion to the situation or very, very intense, I will tell you it's from your past. Someone is triggering you from something that happened when you were growing up. It was an old issue from your childhood and your job is to discover what are they triggering. Some of you may know it right away and some of you may need to do a little digging or understanding or trying to re- realize what it is. Some of, the, some of the things that may trigger you are old needs are not being met. Maybe you don't feel seen or heard or loved or appreciated, acknowledged, good enough, valued or that you matter. Those are huge issues that so many times, so many times when I'm working with clients, that one of those issues is at the heart of what's going on with the other, with them. You also look at, is the other person not meeting your expectations? What are your expectations of yourself and others? Are they unrealistic? And then you get angry. Or, and another piece to that is, are you not setting boundaries, healthy, appropriate boundaries? And then you say, you don't say no, and you get mad at them. But what's really happening is you're getting you're upset that you didn't say no and it doesn't mean to beat yourself up or to get down on yourself what it means is what do you need to learn what how can you learn from this experience how can you change it around so that you can then learn to say no you can let then learn to set your limits and your boundaries speak your truth so that you're not You're not blaming them and you're taking care of yourself. And we have some more questions. Candy Cane, we are all on our own journeys. Stop letting others push your buttons. Get over yourself. Remember to be like James Bond. Live and let live. So Candy Cane, yes, it's learning to not let others push our buttons. But I will say that 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 also can take a lot of work and if you're working on it and you're moving towards it then that's what you want to work on but not everybody can do it so easily 
it all depends on how deep and intense the trigger is. Yes, we want to learn to get there, live and let live. We all want to learn that, but a large part of it is the journey to get there and know that you're in the journey and the journey is an important part of your experience. Schnitzel said, I am cooking now for the entire family of 75. Wow. That's a lot of people, Schnitzel. I give you major credit. OMG, we will have so much fun. I wish we could have your show on during our dinner, dining. Well, you can use the show. You can go on the podcasts. Um, I'm on iHeart Podcast 24-7. So if you want, tune in. Schnitzel also says, Anne, I like what you said. You are a smart girlfriend. Cool. And so really it's about learning what are your triggers and what can you use? How can you use the messages of the relationships to heal yourself so that you create the relationship you want? Now, here's the thing. When we're in a relationship, we have our stuff and, we ha- and they have their stuff. And what you want to do is find how can you, how can you be able to balance? How can you see where your piece is and learning to understand where your piece is and where their piece is? I'm going to give you an example of, of Patty. Patty would go to family functions and she desperately wanted to have connection with her cousins. But her cousins would treat her poorly. They were mean, they were negative, and they would always put her down. And she was really suffering about it. And as we worked together, she began healing and clearing her issues. She began setting her boundaries. She began distancing herself. And she actually has now realized that she doesn't even want to be around them. So again, that is a way that she was able to realize that she took care of herself. So it's about asking yourself, what is getting triggered? What is the issue? What is the need not being met and sometimes it's about being able to express yourself in a healthy way where you're not blaming dumping shaming and you're able to do healthy communication with another person I feel when blah 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 when you do this specific behavior So you want to find healthy ways of communication. And those people, those, and that way you can actually change the whole dynamics of the relationship. If you start, if you start saying to somebody, you did blah, 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 they will immediately go on the defensive. Because when think about it in your own life when someone does that to you you just want to say stop leave me alone you may want to run away so it's learning to be able 
to express yourself in those healthy ways and when you do you're more likely to be heard ultimately it's about the connection with yourself and we we want to all learn how to clear the subconscious patterns and blocks when we were ki- from when we were kids how we were treated, how we learned, what we witnessed, all of those pieces. Really important for all of you to begin to discover, even if you have never done this before, just start asking yourself, what is getting triggered for me? And you may or may not choose to ever speak to this person. In some cases, you're better off not speaking to them. In some cases, it may be better to speak to them. It all, it all depends on the relationship and what is possible. But whether you choose to have a relationship with this person or not, or whether you choose to connect with them or express yourself it makes it changes your life when you understand what your triggers are because when you understand what your triggers are then you can start changing the dynamics in your own relationship and it's really important to have clear communication One of the things to remember is that every single one of us, we all want to be seen, heard, and understood. It's a basic human need. And so they're doing it in their way, even if it may be dysfunctional, and you're doing it in your way. And so you want to find a way to, before you communicate, you want to do your piece, which is working on clearing your issues and clearing the issues that may be interfering in the relationship so that you can communicate in a healthy, appropriate way. And that's not hurting yourself, not hurting somebody else or hurting the environment, using I, I am feeling when, and you want to focus on the behavior, not the person and it's really important learning these new ways of communicating when you discover new ways of communicating it can change your life because like I said it takes one person one person to change the dynamic of uh the dynamic of a relationship and that person can be you and when you do that you actually I believe you change it's like ripples the energy goes out all time in all ways all times Colonel Jack, thanks, Nancy. We here, we're here listening to you. The military is tough for many, and you are a great show. Send 
I send out love to all our troops who deploy and come back where the holidays are. Well, I want to support you. Thank you, Colonel Jack, for all the troops. Thank you all to your service. Really appreciate all of you. And thank you so much for your work and your service. Dr. Jimbalaya, I treat people and find your show refreshing. And as I begin to think about retiring, it may be a good idea for your show to be a support to so many. By a billboard girl. Han, thank you, Nancy. Jennifer says, I connect all the time. I go to the dollar store and spend very little money. Did you... Did you know when the expensive stores unload, it goes to the dollar stores? Same stuff. Thank you. Thank you for letting us know, Jennifer. Actually, that's good for people to know. Queen Lavita, triggers are nothing more than the self-searching for change. So... Mary Kay, are you doing a show on intuition tonight? I heard you on Judy Jazz show. Wow, thank you. And yes, I am doing my master course. You can go to my website, which leads me. I just want you all to know that we're going to continue to do Inspired and Empowered Living next week. You can find past shows on iHeartRadio. You can go to my website for more on the Intuition Master Course and there'll be some upcoming courses and different things that I'll be doing. You can also download a free meditation to help you feel more grounded and peaceful. Go to nancyd.me. That's N-A-N-C-I-D dot M-E. N-A-N-C-I-D dot M-E. I wish you all a very happy Thanksgiving, happy holiday, and have an inspired and empowered week, everyone. Good night. If I could just for one moment, touch the sky from that one moment.